Wajiag, Maiti Saganashni. And I'm Jen Jeffries. And this is City in Nujimi. crisis Merry um, crisis yeah uh, very hectic me and Jen just finished um, listening to the premier Legos press conference uh, announcing new measures um, but Jen bear like keep in mind that Jen doesn't speak French very well <laughs> she misunderstood a lot of the measures and I was did. freaking out and had to explain it explain them to, to her i did i was but it's okay we've settled down and we're ready for end of year episode yes yeah i was catastrophizing a bit my day had to sort of calm me down we're recording on uh december 30th 2021 the end of another fairly <laughs> shitty year i would say um overall um yeah but totally. also also some good things happened we recorded this podcast um what are some good things what are some good things that happened this year my day <laughs> um i don't know <laughs> I, I, I honestly don't know it's like the year went by so slowly um you know they were they were showing like pictures of the year uh and you know that that bernie picture with his with his mittens. Were you aware uh, that this photo uh, was uh, immediately sort of became the meme of the day? Not at all. I was just sitting there trying to keep warm, trying to pay attention to what was going on. I appreciate that you're not a politician who uses memes, but uh, you became one. I mean, do you, uh, does your staff show them to you? Here you are with the, uh, the Sex and the City girls. <laughs> yeah, I've seen them. <laughs> 
is not even a it's not even a year old. I was like, it looks like it's it, like it seems like it's like lifetimes ago. Um, I still haven't processed this year, honestly. Um, you know, like I think 2020, like I was looking forward to like the vaccines and whatnot. I was like, okay, this is gonna be. Uh, over at some point but like i'm three doses in and um yeah we're we're locked down again um so uh, Um, it's like groundhog day over again it it does feel like groundhog day yeah i think uh supriya devetti nailed that uh she had the headline for a column she wrote for the toronto star not too long ago said that like do you feel like you're in an episode or in uh, in the movie Groundhog Day, um, honestly, I've never actually even seen that whole movie. I couldn't like get into it. I didn't. I didn't find it funny. Like it, it's like Don't Look Up. Everybody was like, "Oh my god, it's brilliant! It's genius!" And I was like, "I haven't. No, I have so, not." Like I work in it. communications in the healthcare system, and this is how my life has been for the past two years with anti-vax yeah. people. Um, so, I have not. You know, I have not seen that yet. I'll be honest. I'm one of those people who basically just like rewatches the stuff that I like over and over and over again. Like I'll watch Studio Ghibli or yes like yes. the office yeah like things that make me happy and i'll just watch them like over and over again like yeah i'm that kind of person i mean like it's proven that like for people with anxiety like we get like we have those like comfort movies where we like we watch the same movies all over again because we know what to expect yeah. um and we well i have i have a few of those movies um they somewhat change every year um but this year, like I, I, I held on to these very movies. Um, did you? Um, did you? Do you have any that are like holiday related, like Christmas related? No, I. Don't. No. No, I'm. I'm very into like sci-fi, horror, um, you know, thrillers, psychological thrillers, um, anything like that's like scary, true crime. Um, How is I'm that comforting, into- though? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I just, like, I, I watch, like, you know, like, and I have, like, nightmares every every night. And my boyfriend's like, no wonder why you have these, like... Yeah, super- no kidding. I'm like, no, I get those from PTSD, not, not true crimes. But, yeah. So, I think for, for me this year, um, there was, there was um, Annihilation as a movie that I watched. There's a like an extraterrestrial shimmer. Yes, shimmer. Yes, and they go into the shimmer. I watched that movie like eight times. I thought it was amazing. You know, like, so that's that's one of your comfort movies, too. It is. Um, very good. If you haven't seen it, not going to spoil anything. Um, that, and I, I've also watched Parasite quite a lot. Um, I dished another, like, you know, Korean f- movies and Korean series. Uh, Koreans have been, like, eating it when it comes to like dystopian and like thrillers and like fucked up things uh horror too <laughs> no seriously like like i watched it like the movie <laughs> the, the movie alive too was very stressful 
uh, if you're into zombies uh, and Korean movies. Um, They're really great. It's really great. Um, The only zombie movies I've ever enjoyed watching were like the 28th days later and 28 weeks oh my god later, whatever series yes those were 20, 28 weeks when like they, they yeah. think they have it together but they don't that's love it anyone. yeah love that movie love the curveballs like it's so good and it's so yes. like it's actually kind of like applicable to today like it's insane i saw someone tweeted about that recently like how um have you seen the movie contagion Well, and it, it, it was done in 2012, and like they nailed right. everything like to yeah, a T. And I was like, how "This prophetic. is some of yeah. these apocalyptic movies were so prophetic, like literally down to like the origin of the disease. Like it's insane." Yeah, um, but it was like you know, like uh, virologists and and other scientists were like predicting, like that a. Um, coronavirus, some some kind of coronavirus pandemic was was inevitable, um, and that a and that WHO was not ready, um, mm. and indeed people were not ready. No. But I think people forget no. that pandemics have been happening, you know, forever, and every time they change and shift how human socialize and organize, and um, so. You know, um, I I don't know. I've been I've been reading a lot on like the Spanish flu, the impacts of the Spanish flu back then in my in my in my region and like around my community. Um, it was like <laughs> there was a few plagues, <laughs> um, and you can still see you know, and we still you know we we keep behaviors and and social structures from those pandemics. Um, so mm-hmm. it's it's it was you know it was bound to happen but now like you know there's like the permafrost is like unfreezing is like thawing in like the arctic and there's like virus trapped in it there's viruses trapped in it so uh, you know we could have like very old viruses that come back because the ice is melting in the arctic which is um very very uh worrisome for me uh, yeah Oh, I guess I guess we'll see.
looking back, it I can't believe it's been a year that we've been doing this, right? It's actually, it's technically been 14 months as of today, I think, right? Because we started this in October 2020. Yeah. Uh, Mid-apocalypse. Um, <laughs> so it's kind of crazy that we're, uh, it's been this long. So what, what do you think, um, what were some memorable moments for you over the last year and a bit? Of people that we've spoken to, or Chantal, Chantal Hébert uh, was great. Um, Why? Chris Curtis. I don't know. Just the conversation was flowing very well. Uh, they are amazing people in their fields that I respect very, very much. And for them to make you know some time to hop on a pod just was very amazing. So there's Chantal, Chris. There's Um, Michael Curlew that I really appreciated um, from his experience working in, in communities similar as mine. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, and I don't know, it's just like I've learned a lot. Um, there's been, I don't know, it's just like everyone's been so transparent and so um, true at the pod like we didn't have anyone coming on here like you know um promoting any any or pushing any political agenda or like you know we didn't or like just throwing up comms lines like we 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 genuinely had people you know talking about you know their 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 work but also like you know their personal lives like um you know, just, just, you know, for free <laughs> and like, you know, on, <laughs> on their own will, um, you know, to me was amazing. And to me that the, the fact that we managed to, to pull this, to pull this off being so far apart. Right. Um, yeah. Coming from different backgrounds and with the crazy schedules that we both have mm -hmm. to me, it was, uh, the highlight of, you know, one of the highlights of my year and like, Aww. it's really yeah no but it like I'm so invested in my in my day job like it takes so much of my time and just the fact that we were able to like sit down and have like very human conversations with uh people I I respect was very like truly a gift um and it made my year like less depressing because <laughs> 2021 Tell me about was, it. yeah it was a depressing year Yeah, absolutely. Especially if you live alone. And I would argue, and I stand by this, although I do realize there's people who've had it worse and I'm quite privileged to have a roof over my head and stuff. But comparatively, I think people who live alone have had it among the worst of this pandemic. Like I've lived alone this whole pandemic and it has been a nightmare. It's been so hard. It's been the hardest time of my life.
And I live in a community of like 2,000 people, okay, you guys? So I see the same people all the time. Um, so yeah, it does, it, it did get to my head. Like it, it was fine like last year, but now like we're 22 months into the pandemic and like Ugh. I started feeling it lately. Ugh. So we're you also know, coming just... up on the anniversary of uh, January 6th. I noticed I follow one of like the fav- my favorite people on Twitter is Dan Rather because I don't know as a as a journalist as a writer I've just you know I've looked up to him pretty much my whole life um, and I subscribe to his newsletter um, and read his tweets and anyway he 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 tweeted about that this week like FYI <laughs> this is coming up um, and I covered that a bit right like I you know was full on wearing my reporter hat when all that went down. I ended up writing a column for McLean's that I was really proud of, actually. That was the first time I've ever been published by McLean's. Um, But yeah, that's, it's weird. The world is very polarized right now. Um, It's hard to, it's hard to focus on the positive, although I'm trying very hard (laughs) to do so. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Well, as a, as an Indigenous person, the world has been hard, like, for, uh, for a little while, (laughs) But yeah, it, it is it is quite um, scary. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like it's it's weird, like, you know, those, you know, like I was that, like I was talking to someone the other day and like Premier Legault was like, like was like really high in the polls, even though he was like freestyling his pandemic response right? this whole time. And like Straight having freestyling, like winging it, man, like by the yeah, seat of and like pants. Okay, so we're we're December thirtieth. Has Doug Ford talked to you at all? Like he's been gone since for like what two weeks? I don't know, man. He's in hiding, straight up. Like the last substantive thing I saw him, uh, like address media at was, I don't know. He, they're basically like he'll only really do like overly orchestrated and controlled. PR opportunities, right? So it's extremely but, difficult to get to him. But you like, haven't had like COVID updates at all. We we had one today. He wasn't there. He didn't participate. Oh, okay. Um, like uh, like the minister, <laughs> the health minister, and the education minister were on the press release. You know, like they had a quote or whatever. But um, Dr. Kieran Moore, who's like our um, our top doctor in Ontario, he was the only one doing the talking and answering the questions. And honestly, like I didn't get anything out of it. Um, And it it was very, it was very (laughs) disconcerting and frustrating. And and I imagine, you know, I'm one of the few people, I don't have children, fortunately, and I've thanked God for that through the whole thing. Oh my God. Yes. I'm like, there's nothing, nothing more stressful (laughs) for parents right now than is it open? Is it closed? Like, on a weekly or even daily basis in some cases, they're changing these, like, massive... They're, like, yeah, making all these like, unilateral in, changes. In Quebec, like, the schools were open, but, like, the... Uh, the Like, all the, the kindergartens were on strike. So, like, you know, if you have, like, a... Like, if you have one in school, but the other ones that is in, like... Uh, un CPS, c'est un CPE, as we call it in French, Centre de la Petite Enfance, like a kindergarten. Like you can't, like you still have to stay home.
you know, we're not inviting people on here to push any political agenda or, or personal agendas, you know? So like, I don't see how, you know, problematic this is. Like I no, and I, I think that's what makes us special. And that's what I love about doing this is, you know, you see a lot of lobbyists, um, you know, and like partisan folks uh, on some of like the nightly newscasts. I mean, I'll be honest, I watch power in politics and power play. And a lot of those shows I watch at issue on CBC. Um, I listen to the radio, like I love punditry and I follow that stuff all the time. But, you know, sometimes people do have ulterior motives um, who are on TV or belong to certain parties or have certain agendas and I like that you and I don't have that and our guests don't have that you know yeah and um yeah no I mean that's why that's I that's I think that's why I'm proud of the like this this side project of ours is that like we just we're we're really just here to connect yeah um friends (laughs) yeah and like we're yes it does revolve around politics but it does not revolve like around partisan politics which i which i hate um same generally because like time like the times person of the year this this year is elon musk and i am absolutely outraged by this decision yeah you know like as a azalea banks called it called him apartheid andy no, apartheid, apartheid, uh, Craig or something like that, and I was like, yes, that is that is totally that. Um, apartheid, apartheid I've heard Craig. A, I've heard apartheid Andy a couple times just because it's like an alliteration. But I mean, yeah. Anyways, like, it, and but yeah. So like, what is your? And I, I think that that sucks. Their athlete of the year though was Simon was Simone Biles. Um, I approve of this uh caitlin owashi i would have put to the ucla gymnast that was once better than than simone biles but who got fat shamed into like you know um being an athlete only in university uh and not elite um yeah yeah you know like that that gymnast who had like a viral uh floor routine with michael jackson and everything no no, I have no, uh, like like to his music. You mean? Well, the 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 beginning of her floor routine is like Michael Jackson, but she has all black artists. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, but like I I would I with and she was like she was commenting. She was like she was on the team go like at the um at the Olympics like for for gymnastics and like just commenting and I'm happy she, she you know she she there's like a full circle moment for her like just doing you know enjoyable things um Simone Biles however um it was it was rough for her at the Olympics but at least showed that you know athletes are human for fuck's sake yeah. um amen to that gee, pe- people were like people are like why is she being celebrated she couldn't do it I'm like can you do it can you do a triple wolf turn on a fucking like right you know, on the bar like on i was like no you can't even do it on the floor i'm like shut the fuck up so yeah like i don't know how many tricks she has named after herself like because she's just like that great but anyways um your person of the year who would it be 
His name's Dr. Peter Holtz, and he has basically created a vaccine. Because, and I say to people, look, we've got to get the world vaccinated here. You know, it can't just be us because, and I try to appeal to their selfishness. Like, you know that this the first uh, variant uh, came possibly through China, but then through Italy and the UK. Then Delta, uh, I guess. Well, no, then Alpha. And Alpha arose yeah. out of an unvaccinated population in the United Kingdom. Okay. Right there. That was more transmissible than the original lineage. Delta's so, in India, Mother right? And, and we think Omicron but, is... Right, but even before, even before Delta, Mother Nature says, hey, I'm going to throw you a curveball every few months, and the curveball's going to look like this. I'm going to give you a new variant that's more transmissible than the last one. And it's going to arise out of large unvaccinated populations. So you motherfuckers better vaccinate. So the first alpha variant arose out of southern England in in, in 2020. Then Delta arose out of an unvaccinated population uh, out of India in 2021. And so I said, well, what what do people think is going to happen if we allow the entire continent of Africa to remain unvaccinated? Mother Nature just told us what she's going to do. And now she's done it, um, you know, with Omicron. And that was entirely self-inflicted. We could have prevented the emergence of Omicron if had we vaccinated the African continent. That's why, you know, if I sound agitated or irritated or whatever word you want to use, it's because John Berman on CNN once called me a Cassandra, which I had to look up, you know, faded to predict the future, but faded to have no one listen to me. So, right. Um, and, and that's exactly what happened. So that's why we've been pushing so hard to say, you know, the MRA technology is an interesting technology. This is the endovirus technology. But when you have a brand new technology, as any engineer will tell you, it takes time to learn how to go from zero to nine billion. I, I don't know. If it, it doesn't matter if it's mRNA or adenovirus or, or newfangled widgets. There's that learning curve. We've got a technology that we use deliberately because we make vaccines for the poor. We make vaccines for parasitic diseases. We meaning your and we your turn to coronavirus. Yeah. Our Texas Children's Center for Vaccine Development. That's all we do. We just make low-cost vaccines that could be made locally. And I said, we need to have a vaccine like that if we're going to quickly vaccinate the world. And I just could not get anybody's attention. And so finally, we raised money on our own. And we have to be here in Texas and New York. And now we have a recombinant protein uh, vaccine that we've licensed with no patent, no strings attached to India, Indonesia, Bangladesh, and Botswana. The one in India is furthest along. It's, it's produced by an amazing vaccine company called, they're privately owned, called Biological E. They're not, they've now made 140 million doses, and they have they plan to make 300 million by next year. The Indian government is They've done an advanced purchase of 300 million. They can make a billion doses. And and now we're just waiting for the green light from the Indian regulators for emergency use listing, which should be, I'm hoping, before the end of the year, maybe by next week, and then and then follow accordingly. And that's what we need. We need a vaccine that could, and it's, it's the same technology used to make the recombinant hepatitis B vaccine, which has been in use for four decades. People trust it. Parents have been giving it to their kids for four decades. So 
We also did the emergency use listing is for adults, but we have clinical trials now for kids. That's what we need. We need to get a global, yes, a global vaccine. But, and, but, but the, mm, but the yeah. frustration that I've had for the last two years is no, no help from the U.S. government, not even any intellectual curiosity about it, no help from the G7 countries. And so it was, you know, very frustrating to you know, have to, you know, go out and raise the money privately. We did it, but it's, you know, I often think if we had gotten a fraction of the support that Moderna got, we could have potentially had the world vaccinated. Oh, well, that's a sad thought right there. Uh, he works out of Texas, a lab in Texas, and he's going to be distributing it around the world for free. Hmm. Okay, so he's going up against like Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson and Johnson and all these like massive like multinational monopolizing corporations that have essentially been the cause of vaccine apartheid, and he's basically trying to like smash that down and basically vaccinate the rest of the world right because like half like more than half of the global south aren't even vaccinated yet right and until that happens variants are going to keep coming and coming i mean yeah and like you know a lot of people were like pointing fingers at india for like they were like because of you there's a there's a there's a variant blah blah and i was like yeah but you know, those are the people manufacturing our vaccines, and we've been hoarding it like yeah. dumbasses. Literally letting them expire, them. letting them expire yes. for God's sakes. Like it's it's sickening. It makes me sick, honestly. Um, and it's inexcusable, truly. I mean, like it's the greatest public health crisis of our time in a century, and yeah, you know, it's. It's inexcusable. So anyway, this this Peter, I think it's Hotez. Um, I think I pronounced it incorrectly a moment ago. But Dr. Peter Hotez uh, in Texas, um, he is he's my hero of the year of 2021 for sure. People of the year, Chile, Chile, <gasps> we elected. Their, oh my god! Good you call. Know, good call. You know, after after civil like civic unrest because they would not take. Uh, more, um, you know, liberal reforms. Um, and, you, you know, to look back on, on Chile's history, too, when Allende was, you know, um, was very popular. And, you know, the, you know now, now that we know that the U.S. like literally put Pinochet there, um, who ended <laughs> up, you know, killing uh, a huge, you know, a huge portion of the population and, and put a dictator in place um you know so for 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 a for people to to you know carry with the the protest that they've you know they've done uh, was it two years ago i'm not sure i think so um, i'm not sure i honestly i i've been kind of lazy but, like negligent they, following chilean they, politics they elected their they elected a a a socialist. A le- yeah, a socialist, a left wing. Oh, Gabriel Gabriel um, Boric. And he's like my age. He's like a millennial. Yes. And like he went, you know, he went into parliament and bowed down to the uh, the bust statue of Allende, which I thought was a good fuck you to <laughs> to, to the United States and oh everyone who supported the the, the Pinochet uh, regime at the time. Um, so that was a good, you know, I, 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 what about, you know, what about a, 
you know, and it's it shows hope. I mean, to me, it it, it shows that it's possible to to recover and to 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 elect leaders, you know, and to hold leaders yeah. accountable. Of course. Um, you know, our, I, mean, our... I think it's the direction the world is going. You know, whether whether you know the 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 old guard, the establishment, the old boys' club likes it or not, I think it's pretty clear that the world is moving to the left. We've shifted to the left, right? Um, I mean, another. I mean, you know, what's another example. I think we sh- we've sh- we shifted. You know, in times of crisis, people will go to the extremes, and that's why, unfortunately, the you know the alt right and mm. you know the, the, you know the far right is in pretty much every um parliament and and you know in the world um i mean we've seen it we've seen it in in brazil we've seen it well in in europe like everywhere france italy poland um you know they they tried it in in Bolivia which didn't you know didn't happen finally like that but mm-hmm. you know it's 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 very sad it's very sad and i think we're not immune to that uh so we're going to no. have to be careful um yeah. we're going to have to be bold and yeah do you know what's another thing that you're reminding me of uh Maite, when speaking of uh you know unexpected uh, you know, revolutionary progressive change. So Barbados, uh, Rihanna's home country there, um, kicked the monarchy to the curb this year. Yes. Right. Yes. So they, yeah. they're, they've officially, well, I, I'm not sure if it's official yet, but they're, they're becoming a republic. Uh, so I think they're the only country in the Commonwealth to do that. Me 
just need to slow the motion. Don't get out of way to no one. Long distance, I need you. When I see potential, I just gotta see it through. If you had a twin, I would still choose you. I don't wanna rush into it if it's too soon. But I know you need to get done, 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 done if you come over. Sorry if I'm way less friendly. I got niggas trying to end me all. Yeah. I spilled all my emotions tonight, I'm sorry. Rolling, 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 rolling. How many more shots until you're rolling? We just need a face to face. You could pick the time and the place. You spend some time away. Now you need to forward and give me all the work, 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 work. It's in me up work, 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 work. It's in me down my da 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 So me pa' de wah, 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 When you walk out, la, 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 When the cat from my turn, 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 turn. Happy New Year to everyone listening. Um, I hope people are safe and feeling loved and doing as well as they can despite the circumstances. And if you're going Um, nuts, just know I'm right there with you. So it's fine. (laughs) I think it's I think it's a sane reaction from your brain from like everything that's going on. Yes, we're we're all nuts at this point. We're all insane. Don't don't be so hard on yourself. Don't be hard on yourself. Yeah. And uh, we'll I'll see you in 2022, Jen. Cheers. Bye.